Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Dags and Rez. Today, as always, a powerful show. We're going to talk Spider-Man. And across this powerful oaken desk, as always, is DJ Micah Rez. What's up, Dags? What's going on, amazing friends? How are you doing? Are you in the holiday season? We are recording on Christmas Eve Eve. I heard that. Christmas Eve Eve. Are you into the Christmas Eve Eve and Festivus stuff? I love holidays. Yeah? Yes. My favorite I, holiday is tomorrow. What is that? My birthday. You were born on Christmas Eve. Yeah, the actual Christmas Eve. Wow. So it's actually birthday Eve Eve. I want to know, tell us a little history of that. What's that like growing up? Um, It sucks. Completely sucks. Because you do find out that your entire family and friends are cheap ass sons of guns. Here's your birthday and Christmas present. I hope you enjoy it. That's kind of weird because my birthday is right on Arbor Day. It's the same thing. Yeah, you get a tree. I get a tree. Yeah. Did you ever get the bush? You ever have a family that gives you the bush? Well, later. Oh. Probably in my teenage years. Weird. Welcome back, friends. Welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast. Today, we are talking Spider-Man, but not only Spider-Man, Mike or DJ Rez. We have new music today. What? I got a movie to give away. Ah. Uh. It's powerful. It, it's the holiday season, and all we do is give. We do. We give, give, give. Now, Mike or DJ Rez, I want to talk a little bit about you. What's the latest on your music business? Now, I know you had a powerful interview on your powerful podcast. Mm-hmm. Tell the friends, the amazing friends about it. Uh, the uh, last episode on the, uh, the 945 show, I interviewed a, a singer-songwriter from here in the Twin Cities, Eli Gardner want to check him out he's uh kind of got like the uh country sound i guess he doesn't twang or anything he doesn't wear a cowboy hat but got a good manly beard wears car hearts and uh yeah he's really good check him out eli gardener powerful yes it was a fun interview it's the third time he's been on my show so did he arrive at the studio or how'd that work yeah he came into the studio uh, we're allowed guests now at the radio station. So he came in and he actually played live uh, with his acoustic guitar. You say guitar in French. Wow. Yep. Uh, and uh, he played one song live and we played uh, two songs off his, uh, one off his album that was released uh, just before the pandemic uh, started. And that is called The Fire and the Medicine. And he's got another one called Home that he recorded in his house. And uh, that one, uh, I found out, is the Living Breathing album. Right now, I think it's like 12 tracks, and he's just going to keep adding to that because it's only available on Bandcamp. And when he has a song that he wants to release, if it's just a single, it sounds like it's just going to go on that. So it's like an album that eventually could be 40. 
50 tracks long. Just got to whittle it down. Yeah. <laughs> to the hit makers. Right. You know what's weird about a home studio? I'd like to talk to musicians how they feel about that. Do they have better recordings when they go to a like a fortress of solitude mm. to record, or they just record in their house? That's, it, that's interesting to me. It is, and in every... Every uh, artist I've interviewed that has recorded in their house has a different way of doing it. Some will hide in a closet. Some have set up mattresses to be the soundproof and the sound barrier. And some, you can buy those recording studios, basically. It's just like a like a booth Yeah, that's just on a stand, like on a, on a mic stand. They're like 200 bucks, and you can just you set up your microphone in there, and you, you got a curtain behind you, and you're just singing to yourself in this booth to your computer. It's they're, they're making it really easy for people to record at home uh, without having to go to the record label or the record recording studio. Yeah. I guess what I'm getting at, though, is just getting out of your house. It's like working out of your house. Right. Like, I have powerful workouts. Like, I think even if I had a home gym that was decent, I'd still like to get out of the house. Sure. Put on the earbuds and just get to work. And I wonder, like, musicians, if, like, they're at home all day and they're like, I, I got to get the fuck out of here. Let's just go. I'm going to give it my all. Yeah, maybe. But I think the fact that recording studios are so expensive, they charge by the hour, that it's just, if you have the resources to do it at home, that they just do it at home. That, yeah. I, I guess I'm just, I'm just talking is if different. everything is, you know, on a level playing field. Sure. Yeah. You know, if money's no object. Yeah. I, Powerful. Yeah, you would think you'd have to get out. They do make it too easy for doing things. You can order alcohol now online. <laughs> That's not good. No, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's eight o'clock, that's you like don't feel gambling like online. Anything when it's too easy. Right. There's no, it's like, uh, <laughs> are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> right. Yeah. We do have, speaking of music, uh, Mike or DJ Rez, we have powerful new music from Mike Templar off his powerful new massive album. We're going to be playing a track, Dream Within a Dream, featuring the Westview at the end of this podcast. So do not turn this off. If you turn it off, you're going to miss powerful music. I just, yes. I didn't realize that uh, the name of his new album was Massive. And he, yes. he had tweeted something about how massive it was. And like he was like playing on words. And then eventually, mm. like after I read the tweet like three times, like, aha, aha, that's the name of the album. Yes. At the end of the show, check it out. Dream within a dream. And speaking of Twitter, Mike or DJ Rez. Yes. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Amazing Pop Pod. That's where I do all my magic. That's where I do my massive magic. Hmm. I'm on there 24-7 tweeting to the fans, the friends, flock of Amish. Remember when they were the flock? I do remember. The now flock we're friends. Of Amish. Yeah, we're, we're amazing, amazing friends. We're amazing flocking friends. Uh, you brought up the past. I did. It's the ghost of yes. podcasters past. Just like our movie. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man where they're bringing in different. See what I did there? I brought in a different universe. It's a segue. Yes. It's a scooter. You think there's a uh, multiverse of podcasters? There is. What would you? What would your evil? <laughs> what would the other uh, Mike Rez be like? Uh, he'd hate music and intentionally not talk to musicians. Would his beard be gray? He wouldn't even have a beard. Oh, yeah. Would he have a full head of hair? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. We, God. Your alter ego would be in shape. Oh, too soon. <laughs> too soon. Yes, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Amazing Pop Pod. Check out our Instagram, Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. Facebook, like our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And like on the last episode, when they say like, you physically have to click it. Yeah. And uh, 
Now you can rate us on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Tell us about that. You can rate us on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just did tell you about it. (laughs) So what you got to do is you can't see Spotify does it right because you can't like on Apple Podcasts, you can just go and just leave a review, even if you've never listened to the podcast. But on Spotify, you have to at least listen to an episode or two. I think you have to listen to at least two episodes and then you can rate. Cool. Yeah. But by the way, if you want to do it on Apple, listen and leave a review. Right. We really would like that. Five stars is the most powerful rating. Mm-hmm. Leave a review. It helps us reach more powerful listeners. Now, Mike or DJ Rezzi, you know, we're going to talk movie today. We're going to talk Spider-Man, Spider-Men. Spider-Men. Spider-Boys. Spider-People. Yes. But I also want to tell you about powerful movie we're going to be giving away here. What? Yes. We give back to the fans, the friends, the amazing flock of friendship and whatever it's called. <laughs> so I'm going to give away a kid's movie because I'm feeling like Christmas. This will be good stocking stuff. Sure. I, I hear you. Clifford, the big red dog. Easy we all know that say. story, right? Oh, yeah, we do. Clifford started off as a blue dog and then went through some changes and became a red dog. Yeah, like the Red Hulk. Yep, exactly. All right, here it is. Let me tell you a little bit about this movie. Now on digital, the new movie, Clifford the Big Red Dog is home for the holidays. When Clifford grows 10 feet tall overnight, he and his friends are chased across the city into this brand new movie adventure that critics are calling 100% fun for the entire family. Buy Clifford the Big Red Dog on digital today and get supersized special features, including deleted scenes, movie making magic, and much more. Available at participating retailers. Rated PG from Paramount Pictures. I'm excited to give that movie away. How did he grow 10 feet overnight? Was it a radioactive hide? You're going to have to tune in. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm not eligible, though. I'm part of the podcast. I can't try to win. You're not going to win. Just tune in. Okay. We'll tell you next week. (laughs) Now, Mike or DJ Rez, you watched a couple movies. I did. On your break. I've been Tease about the other movie you saw. The Matrix? Yes. The Matrix Revolutions was just released. In theaters and on HBO Max, this is the, so this is the funny part. This is the last movie this year that Warner Brothers will be releasing on both platforms in the theater and on HBO Max. Now, HBO Max has come out and said that this is great and we want to do this again, but I don't think they're going to find any uh, movie studios that are too keen on this idea. Uh, it's not like they're Netflix or something where Netflix will release a movie in the theaters just to be considered for uh oscars yes um but it was okay we're gonna give a full we're gonna give a full review later all right so not too much no yeah so but uh, everyone should watch it so here's the access to it it's funny you mentioned about movies being released streaming and in the movie theater kind of reminded me of my musician thing where we're talking about recording in the studio Mm -hmm. what i like about like when we saw spider-man i like it it's just the obvious too, you know, the the music, the the sound effects, the screen. But I also like how you're immersed and you can't and it's cool they say, you know, get off your phone and Right. It's actually like I was saying, a time to get out of your house and go record. Well, this is a time to get out of your house, your get, job, whatever, get lost. And, and watch the whole movie. So I like that. Yeah. See the only I would watch The Matrix in the movie theater because exactly that. I was at home. I wasn't on my phone because I like to just watch the movie, but 
the people in the room with me were on their phone. The phone rang. Somebody answered their phone. So wait, let me start over. You saw the Matrix, but you saw it at home. At, oh no. Yeah. See, I saw that at at home because I have HBO Max, and I was like, Yeah, I want to see it, but I didn't want to see it I enough it. to go to the movie theater. I almost think that watching it at home is not even. I said on Twitter at Amazing Pop Pod, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw, if you didn't see a movie in the movie theater and you saw it on your phone or at TV, you didn't really see it. Everyone's like, bah, 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 bah. like I always ask about audio books. Sure. What do you think? Do you think if you hear it, did you really read it or not? No, I I, I would never say I read a book if I listened to it. I always said I heard, I, I heard a book. I listened to a book. I never say that I've read a book. But because I've watched it, I did see it. Like that's how I watched Godzilla versus Kong. Is on HBO Max. Yeah, that's another one. That's a big screen. And Dune. Yeah. I watched Dune that way, too. Oh, my God. I wish I would have seen Dune in the theater, though. Yeah, to me, there's certain movies, you know, if you're seeing some, you know, some talky documentary, whatever, some drama. Sure. Not that big of a deal. But if you're seeing a movie, especially King Kong vs. Godzilla, there's nothing heady about it. There's no great plot. (laughs) It's pure. But the sound. It's pure ear candy, eye candy, you know. Yeah escapism right monsters but if they were not available on hbo max i would have seen them in the movie theater i mean uh, it's too easy to sit at home and just yes. watch it that's why yes. and hbo max gets their numbers and i think they counted it as part of the box office because they the movie uh studios do get a chunk of a subscription yeah speaking so, of uh box office draw money cash whatever I'm pulling up here. Spider-Man No Way Home swings past 800 million yeah, global I to become just watched- number one Hollywood title of 2021. Yeah, it's uh, 813.9 million already. Wow. Let's get into Spider-Man now that we've just started talking about box office. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Okay. Is that a segue? <laughs> yeah, that was. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for picking that up. What's the budget? What was the original budget, do you know, without looking? No. 200 million. Which film? The latest? This, this, yeah, this latest okay. one. So $200 million, It's way beyond that. It was way beyond that the first weekend. It was $260 million is what it brought in the first weekend. All right. Did you wait for the full credits? Okay. I watched the mid-credit scene. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I, we left mainly because somebody, I heard somebody say, I heard it was a uh, teaser trailer. So I was like, well, I don't want to watch a teaser trailer. It's going to come out in a day or two anyway. I've already seen... A teaser trailer for for uh Doctor Strange and the yeah, Multiverse but of Madness. I, so I I still count that I as knew a, it was a trailer. I still count it as a fail for you. No, it was a trailer. It's a I fail. Care. All right, go ahead. It was my choice not to see. Tell it. us about Spider Man. All right, Spider Man is the uh this one is uh the eighth Spider Man movie in total, but only the third in the MCU, and it's the start of phase four. You're not counting the sweet TV show in the 70s, are you? No. All right. Not at all. That's what I'm talking about the movies like in the theater. Oh, okay. Starting with Tobey Maguire. Yes. So The real Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, so we had uh, Peter Parker picks up right after Far From Home um, and the events that ended that one with Mysterio outing Peter Parker and everybody thinking that Peter Parker was the reason Mysterio died. Everyone thought Mysterio was a great guy and that he sent, Peter Parker sent the uh, Stark drones and missiles after Mysterio blew up the bridge in London, England. And uh, that's where the story picks up. 
Mr. Parker is having a tough time. Half the world hates him. Half the world likes him. It's like right now, you know, just like with the political discourse in, in the world right now. Half, he's he's kind of like, like you. Half, exactly. Yes. Like me. Good looking, stunned. Yes. Yep. Don't hate. Don't hate. Yeah, hate the game. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's trying to navigate senior senior year in high school, gets denied by a big college, he and his friends, uh, after uh, they get arrested and then released. Now, before we get too far in that, the scene where he, uh, so he gets Peter Parker, his friends, and his aunt, and Happy all get arrested, um, and uh, they're being interrogated. And then they cut to a scene with a very good lawyer. And uh, they find out all the all the charges will be dropped, except for unhappy because he he's running Stark Enterprises right now. He's not so happy anymore. He's not is so he? happy, but we do get introduced to a very good lawyer. So Peter and the gang get denied getting into uh, MIT, and he decides he wants to uh, change everyone's life around, and uh, goes to Doctor Strange for help to cast a spell to have everyone forget who he is, Peter Parker whole spider-man thing and then in the middle of the spell he realizes he doesn't want everybody to forget who he is screws up the spell and uh because uh dr strange can't do two things at once apparently um and he ends up uh, creating some kind of weird wrinkle in time and the multiverse gets kicked off we start seeing uh villains from other spider-man movies show up super villains super villains doc ock your favorite Green Goblin, Electro was in there, Sandman, Lizard. Uh, they were all, they all came back. Uh, Peter has to start fighting them and start cap- capturing them. And then they explains, uh, Pokemon like, right? Right, I know. It was weird. He got his little Pokeball and he catches them all and he's a good Pokemon trainer. What I think is odd is that they all seem pretty cool with the fact that they were from different universes. And they they don't really know what's going on, but they get explained it to them. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. <laughs> you know, and then uh, before you know it, uh, all hell breaks loose. We have uh, Aunt May delivers the Uncle Ben line. With great power comes great responsibility. Did they digitally de-age her? Because in the, the other movies, she seemed like she was about 85 years old. So I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just makeup. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, he tries to uh, help the evil supervillains out by unevil villaining them. Um, it doesn't go as planned, and next thing you know, we have 27 Spider-Men on, on screen, and they have to fight everybody around the Statue of Liberty with Captain America's shield. Yes. <laughs> so we have Tobey Maguire, yep. the real Spider-Man, really old spider-man <laughs> hey i got a mirror here for you all right all right thanks number two andrew garfield yes and tom holland yes three spider-mans three spider-mans they totally forget all about the spider-verse but they do reference the spider-verse which i think is kind of a lost just opportunity there what do you mean because in the near the end when after they they get uh, Jamie Foxx all healed up, and he's no longer Electro. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I mean, Andrew Garfield takes off his Spider-Man mask, and he said, oh, I expected 
I expected you, you know, you're, you're from Queens and you like to help people. I just expected you to be black. You know, wouldn't that be something if we had a black Spider-Man? Well, in the Spider-Verse, we do. It would have been, I think it would have been, if they really wanted to flip people's shit, they would have somehow integrated. Uh, that is the pretty much the synopsis. There's a lot of uh, different things that go on in the end that make you kind of wonder what the heck is going to happen uh, in the next one. Uh, one of them being Doc Ock ends up with uh, one of the Stark, what they call I can't even think of what they, the thing that Iron Man had in the middle of his chest, the arc reactor. Yes. So Doc Ock ends up the with arc one of, those. of the reactor. And he doesn't, they don't really say he doesn't give it back. He mentions that he's got the power of the sun in his hand. And this was after he was quote unquote healed. And they fixed the microchip in the back of his neck, but he never gives it to anyone. And he just goes back to his universe. So I wonder if that leaves the door open for some kind of Doc Ock story arc in the next Spider Man. Doc movie. Ock rocks. That's a cool name. Yeah. Dr. Octavius. Yes. Doc Ock. I love the alliteration, don't you? Peter Parker. Doc Ock. Matt Murdock. Green Goblin. Miles Morales. Doctor Strange. Yeah, Stephen Strange. Hmm? Interesting. Very interesting. So let's get back to uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. What'd you think? That's pretty sweet, huh? That was pretty sweet. I actually, uh, <laughs> as soon as they, they panned over to him, I was like, oh my God. Oh yes. my God, it was like the first time yes. like I've ever been in like a Marvel movie. You nerded like, it out. Aah! You nerded out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I hit my, so I was with my kid and I hit my kid like as hard as I could. I was like, Daredevil! And he's like, yes. yeah, I know, Dad. <laughs> like, okay, just uh, making sure. Whoa, Dr. Buzzkill on your kid. I know. No, that was sweet, Daredevil. Yeah. See, Daredevil's cool because he's like a friendly neighborhood superhero too. Yep. He doesn't have a lot of crazy superpowers. He can't time travel, but he just fights you know, local thugs. Yep. And that's basically what Spider-Man is. And, you know, they brought it up several times, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, can you imagine the team up of those two? Yeah, that's going to be pretty sweet. I can't wait to, to see that. Is he supposed to get his own movie? Well, I hope so when they did that. Yeah, I would. I mean, why wouldn't they? And they're just so slow to do that, though. I can I see them. He, he'll probably, they'll probably wait till the next Spider-Man movie or something, and then he'll be in there. What if Ben Affleck comes back? <laughs> Would be a multiverse, yes. for sure. I did see um, a YouTube channel was uh, doing the speculation of what the multiverse could be, and since Daredevil was introduced, they had a uh, footage of Jennifer Gardner playing Electra. Yeah, Electra. <laughs> they were like, "What if they could bring her back now that the multiverse is coming?" She's awesome. Uh, so Daredevil, that will be sweet. Mm-hmm. So what it, I wanted the, they alluded to it, but I wanted the meme where they're all three Spider-Mans are pointing, pointing at each, at each other. <laughs> they had to do that. That that would have been crazy. Yes. <laughs> Did you think, uh, so I got the feeling like this was like Marvel's version of Endgame for Spider-Man nerds. And they gave you the, the big iconic Spider-Man pose from all three of them. They're yes. Flying through the air. They just keep making little references and from other, the other Spider-Man movies in this one. And there was like people going crazy and like clapping and screaming and in different parts where I'm just like, okay. Do you remember what it was or not? Uh, well the part where Andrew Garfield saves MJ when she's falling. Oh yeah. You know, Cause it was like Gwen Stacy. Right. Yeah. 
So, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, they kind of, but people are like going nuts. Yeah. In the theater. I don't know about you, but the theater I was in was packed. There wasn't an empty seat. And there were some cool parts. It, it's kind of fun to be sitting in a movie theater when people are cheering and clapping. Yeah, I like the energy. Like back in the day, I used to love, you know, people hate it, but I liked opening night. Right. And it was, it was just electric. Everyone was excited. Yeah. Like I saw Pee Wee's Big Adventure and they gave up. <laughs> they gave up. <laughs> you dressed up, didn't you? You wore the gray suit. No, I was too buff. But they gave out bow ties, dude. Did I they mean, really? It was fucking awesome. That's awesome. I mean, when you think about and back then it was cool because it was always like they'd come out with a bullhorn, literally. The nine o'clock showing at Roseville Four of <laughs> Close Encounters of the Third Kind is sold out. And we're all like, fuck. Yeah, they don't do that. They, movies don't sell out. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Roseville Four. Those are that's the uh I wonder whose floor was stickier, the Roseville Four or the Harmar, the old Harmar movie thing. Oh, with the Cinemuck on yeah. the floor? Oh, that was awesome. That was, ugh, that was gross. What are some of the um, the notes? I know you like to take notes when you watch yes. movies. Yes, my, Besides... phone, my phone dropped, and I just yeah. said, keep talking. <laughs> i got to pick up my phone. My notes have dropped. So besides Electra right. being yellow. Yes. All right. My powerful notes. We've talked about the meme. Yep. Also, too much Ned and MJ. I don't like the teeny teenager stuff. I wish that they would have been killed off. I don't know how how, how would I have <laughs> Electro maybe. All right. Well, that's got to become. We a talked about villain. Daredevil. Daredevil was sweet. Yeah, Daredevil's awesome. That I mean, those two teamed up. That just Toby Maguire get the costume back on. Let's do it. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even care. If, I don't even care if it's a, uh, you know, whatever. I just want to see It'd it. Be a weird, weird story arc. Okay, Doctor Strange. I'm sick of Doctor Strange. I get oh, it. Yeah. You know, you wave your hands and you do the little. He's dumb. I would get rid of him. And what's the deal? He's too young to be that old in the movie. Doctor like the, Strange? Yeah, with the fake gray on the sides and the makeup. And <laughs> He's a wizard. Yeah, but he, they should have got an older looking dude. Don't you think? Yeah. I think they could do. What if they just stopped? What if they never just grayed his hair and just showed him the way he was? Would you be fine with that? No, because in the comic book, he has the powerful gray. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, you're too stuck in comic books. <laughs> and, and uh, okay, I mentioned the Hellraiser puzzle box he has. All right. Oh, let's just go. I want to break down the characters, too. Like Doc Ock. Yeah. What a great actor that dude is. Yeah, he's uh, he is a really good actor. I had just had his name here. God damn it. Where did it go? It's Alfred. Elf- Alfred. <laughs> Molina. Yeah. Molina, yeah. So but, yeah, no, he's he's probably the best actor in the whole movie. Because if you think about it, you know, if if you're not into comic books, you know, comic books were made for kids, you know, adults like them, but to be fair, you know, back then you didn't have to put too much into the character. Right. You know, just a guy with octopus arms, but he that character is so cool. Yeah, he gives it personality. He really does. Yeah. I mean, he's a good actor. Yeah. So I would have had more of him in there. There was a lot in there, but I mean, I think and then uh, Green Goblin, of course. Yeah. Willem Dafoe is fantastic. He is good. He plays a plays an awkward, crazy guy, though. Like, he was an awkward, crazy in Platoon. Okay. And these, this Green Goblin character where he's hearing voices and it's talking to him, which I get. It's the character. But at the same time, he, maybe he just plays it too well, and I'm just like, my God, this is really awkward maybe it's just uncomfortable to watch because it's really good i don't know 
like he's like, schizophrenic like, and yeah, it's like too I believe real, he's schizophrenic what? in real life. Like when he came in as like the homeless the homeless person? guy, yeah, yeah. And I kind of I forgot all about the fact that like he's hearing the voice of the Green Goblin in his head, you know, the whole time. So when he when that part, I was like, oh, that's right, he's kind of a nutcase. <laughs> I forgot all about that part. And he was it was cool when he walked in the homeless shelter. He was wearing uh, the colors of the Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah, purple. I did one, see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They, they do that. You, I thought, well, Diggs will like that. Yeah, it's a throwback. Because I and I like how they smashed his costume because his original costume was so dumb. I mean, that's that not mask. even what the Green Goblin looks like yeah. in the comic books. You know, he's like a court jester. You know, with the right. I think they, they make fun of him a little bit the way he looks. Right before they know who he is. Yeah. Like some weird green dude. And then he turns into more like that from the comic books, a hobgoblin, sure. which is cooler. I mean, he's got his uh, flying around. That's cool. I lo- love his bag of tricks, like his pumpkin bombs. And yeah, I wish they would have had more of that. Didn't he throw like 17 of them, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> they were everywhere. Because in the comic book, he had a ton of different things. He had like ghosts and he called it his bag of tricks. It was like his man purse. They- <laughs> He had a verse before it was cool. Yeah, that was sweet. (laughs) They had like the pumpkin bombs and gas bombs, and he could shock you too. He was like a giant stun gun. Yeah, but they couldn't do that when they had Electro. Yeah. I liked uh, the acting. Green Goblin was cool. He's a cool character because I like how you knew knew he was going to come out of that funk. You know, he didn't know who he was. And I was just like, when is this going to (laughs) happen? Because it was too easy when he... Doctor Strange just captured everyone. Right. Did uh did it redeem this movie redeem the Green Goblin for you? Better. Better, yeah. Better. I probably. wish they would have went full out as old costume. You probably heard all the Because the nerds would have been standing up clapping if they saw that. Yeah. They uh I think what's cool about Marvel doing these movies is they're more they hear the criticism and they'll change things. Yeah, they, I mean, they tried. I mean, like, like Electro. Let's bring up Electro. Like in the last one, he was like blue. He, he was, almost looked like he was frozen and he had a hoodie on. I'm right. like, Doctor Doctor, what was that Schwarzenegger character, Doctor Freezer? Oh yeah, <laughs> Stick, oh, yeah. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Stick around. Yeah, so Time they to kill you. Yeah, so that, they, they tried to change. They went from that yep. to make him look more like there's even a scene where the electricity kind of forms in the comic book. His costume was cheesy, but it's, that's what it was. You know, it was just electric bolts, mm-hmm. you know, yellow bolts. So they tried to make, they changed him to make more like the comic book. Yeah. And they, they said in the movie, was it just, he feel everything's different. He knew he was in, he was the first one to know he was in a different universe. Yeah. And the, the origin was so stupid. He fell into electric. Heels. Yeah. That's like the, <laughs> like the ongoing joke in the yeah. movie. <laughs> like, Oh, you fell. Yeah. yeah. You got to watch where you fall. <laughs> so the electro electro got better. Yeah. You know, I don't know how much you do with electricity though. You know, it's in a movie, but it was cool. But that takes me to Sandman. What the hell happened to Sandman? It, he was so cool in the original movie. Like he didn't even change though. It's the, that's what I mean. He was always sand. Yeah. The hum, his human form with his cool green Freddy Krueger sweater, you know, that's you, what I think. You of. saw like 10 seconds of it at the Yeah, end. 10 seconds. I mean, was he, what's his name, Church? Uh, Thomas Hayden Church, yep. Yeah, so Thomas Hayden Church was, I thought 
they used like a voice actor. Was that even really him? It must have been, right? It was him. Yeah. Here's a picture of him from. But yeah. But did he change so much they couldn't use him? Or I was that really threw me off. I didn't know what that was. It was almost like. Well, I think they tried to keep him in character because no, Doc no, Ock but it seemed, had the octopus arms out most of the movie. Yeah, no, but didn't it seem weird? Like he wasn't supposed to be in the movie. You know, like when they bring back someone that's dead. It seemed really weird the way they had him. Because they would have had him normal. Why didn't they have, and it would have been easier. Normal and then change himself. Something's going on. Either he couldn't make the movie, they cut him out. Something's weird about that Sam, man. It just Maybe didn't, he got COVID. Yeah, it just didn't seem right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Because he was CGI the whole time, and then they had like two seconds end. of him. Yeah. That well, was same weird. Same thing with Lizard. Okay, let's, let's go to Lizard. Okay. The stupidest thing ever. <laughs> Come on. Even in the comic books, it's dumb. It's a dumb. It's a. Dumb it's a really a dumb character. Yeah, I don't know why you would have him. I mean, other than in the previous movies, you probably wanted to fill. A yeah, I get. With I get that, but it's a dumb. I mean, they made fun of Rhino. You they know, did in the movie. Yeah, that's another dumb one. So Lizard was dumb. I mean, at least Lizard make him like a werewolf, where he's more human. Lizard, you know what I mean? Instead right. of and have him change. You know, maybe kind of hint like in game of thrones when you got that skin disease and you can kind of see or something you know what i mean make it build it up or something it was just dumb it was just this dumb cgi but what other supervillain would do you think they should have had i'd have to like think about would, it but spider-man like should have picked in the other movies but i mean they had to do it because of the movies i get that yeah. but it's just a dumb yeah because you couldn't like throw morbius no under and because... sandman like that thomas hayden church's voice is so cool i mean you remember in tombstone yep yeah He's so drunk. He probably seeing double. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drunken so, piano yeah, player. Exactly. I mean, yeah. he's a great actor. He's got that distinctive voice. Use him more. Something was something's weird about that Sandman. I you know, I hope I find out because it I don't know what happened with him, but I would have used him more. Uh Doc Ock, incredible actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lizard was just dumb. Yeah. I think Doc Ock had the right amount of screen time based on how well that act that actor plays that that character yeah he's really good yep <laughs> what'd you think of jay jonah jameson why'd they make him bald he used to have the flat top <laughs> and then they they, they turn him into know. like alex jones, alex jones yeah yeah <laughs> i like that they of all the characters in this movie he's the one that's been in all of the movies yes it's the same character plays the same character yeah he oh. started out as like bill o'reilly or something that's what he reminded me of you know yeah, yeah. alex jones and then now he's alex jones yeah, yeah. Going around trying to do the, can you believe this, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And here's the thing. And the other thing is, too, I think when they have too many characters, obviously there's not enough time for each character. Right. So I would have pared it down at less villains. Like get rid of Lizard. Yeah. Lizard's dumb. Electro was better. Doc yeah. Ock was the best. Green Goblin. Electro. I think you can get rid of Sandman and Lizard and still have a good movie. Yeah, Sandman is, but I love Sandman. That's what bugged me about it. And what's the deal with the fights? That's the other thing, too, with these superhero movies. They always have to have some fight, you know, some huge fight. What's the deal with scaffolding now? I mean, that Shang-Chi there fighting against <laughs> scaffolding. fighting against scaffolding. Well, it's this so, one, because they were redoing the... Yeah, I get it, but, but it's so dumb. What's the scaffolding? I don't know. Because it gives you an excuse to fall through things and not die, I guess. Yeah. They had to do the Gwen Stacy move. I don't know what you do with superheroes, though, the fights, because none of them get hurt or die. No, the one, see, the thing that bugged me, spoiler alert, 
uh, when Toby Maguire gets stabbed by the Green Goblin. And then it's like no big deal. They make it look like he's a he's dying. Yeah, I thought, and I, I end, thought he was gonna like, die. They were like, well, I've been stabbed yeah, before. I've been stabbed before. It's like, okay, so he's gonna live. Got it. It's like, all right, that's stupid. Of all the uh the of the three Peter Parkers, he's the one that's definitely aged though. It's too bad they couldn't make him look younger. Because it seemed like they if they were gonna pull him out of well, his universe, why would they have it I don't, be like what, the I same don't, amount of time has passed, you know what I mean? Well, because they totally did that for Doc Ock and other ones. So I, yeah, I don't know about the de aging. Would it have been better just to have him as older Spider Man? You know, I don't know. You know, all that continuity, whatever the timelines and all those nerds that have, everything's got to line up perfect. Yeah, that's why it just it seems like it just seems weird that they would do the villains were there. You know, they were like, oh, I was fighting him, and now all of a sudden yes. I'm here. Yeah, but then Tobey Maguire is definitely a twenty year older. Yeah, Spider Man, and you know they. Say, oh yeah, and MJ and I are doing great, you know, because <laughs> they're still together. And it's been twenty years. Yeah, in our world. Who's your favorite Spider-Man out of those three? I I do like Tom Holland's version, but I think that's just because I like I dig what the MCU is doing. I dig what Marvel's doing. So. Well, no, take that out of the equation. Standalone movie. Standalone. Uh, you you got to well, pick one of those since three. This was the first like Tom Holland Spider-Man I saw all the way through instead of bits and pieces. I think Toby Maguire's first one, probably my favorite. Wow, cool. But the sequel sucked. And then I never saw any of the Andrew Garfield ones because the sequel sucked and the Toby Maguire ones. So I was like, well, this is going to suck too. Yeah, I think Andrew redeemed himself in this movie though. And I liked how, you know, he was kind of joking on himself. Yeah, they did that a lot. Too much, I think. You know, he's a good Spider Man. Well, that's the what Marvel does now though, is that they take. And they were making, what's the deal with him making fun of Doc Ock's name? Peter Parker. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> he hated being called Spider-Man or Peter Park, Peter three, Spider-Man three. Yeah. What was he? The thing with Spider-Man is, and you know, people brought it up and I've, you brought it up before the origin story. They keep redoing the origin story. Right. I love Spider-Man as much as anyone else is. I mean, look, look over there. Yeah. Tell me the latest edition. One, I got the Funko Pop. Yeah, you got six Spider-Man over there. The new Funko Pop from uh, the new Spider-Man movie. But you reach a point. It's like the Terminator. They start sucking the, um, what are some other ones? Predator, you know. they just... Predator. Well, you got Batman's origin story happens in every goddamn Batman movie. No matter how many times they reboot it. We get it. We know what happens. Superman the same way. So I don't know with, with Spider-Man what you do, because you run out of stuff, you know? Right. Like I said, you'd have to, and then you were saying Miles Morales, just keep it going as, you know, the newer Spider-Man. Yeah. I like that the uh, in the Marvel ones, I mean, there was no Uncle Ben. They never, they were just like, well, screw it. We're, it this has been done to death. We don't need an Uncle Ben. We don't need an Uncle Ben dying. Yeah, but that's the, com- I mean, how much do you change? Then you got to ask yourself, like, why do you make Aunt May she was 85 looking in the comics, and then you turn her into Marissa Torme, you know? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. I don't have an answer for no, that. No, thank you. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to change stuff, but I don't know. I mean, you reach a point where, like I said, it's just like, are they going to start doing CGI Tobey Maguire's and like they do with Arnold, right. you know, to bring him back? Well, that's... So I've been watching and rewatch. I've been rewatching the Terminator movies. They obviously made the first one without any thought that there would be any sequel 
And then the second one comes along and it blows holes all over the first one in the plot. And then the third one comes along and it blows even more holes in the first one. And I've seen Terminator Salvation before, but I haven't seen it in a while. I'm going to rewatch that eventually here in the next week or two. But I think what's kind of nice when they make movies is, you know, everyone's going to have a sequel now. So you kind of write stories with open endings or open parts of the plot. So it, Nothing gets destroyed in the second and third and fourth and fifth installments. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like Marvel knows they're going to make another well, 30 I mean, to 40 the, movies. Yeah. So that they just kind of, what's kind of fun about that is the writing teams for these movies, because each movie has a different writing team, is they discuss what they're going to, what they're putting in their movie to the movie that ties in with it. So the writers in that movie can write that part of the story into their movie. And so you, people aren't like, wait a minute. Because I do that all the time with movies, especially sequels. Or something will come away like, wait a minute. that In the first one, they said this, and now it doesn't make sense, and this sucks, and I hate my life now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you rating this out of? Five web shooters. Uh, I'm going to give it four web shooters. Four. I liked it. I liked it too, but there's stuff. All, all <laughs> in all, I liked it. But you know what I mean? Yep. I'll say four. You wanted to give it a five, though, didn't you? See, I love Tobey Maguire, so bringing him back was awesome. I would have had more of him. They didn't have enough of the other Spider-Men. Yeah. I thought they were going to come But, I mean, to be fair, I mean, they're not Spider-Men anymore, you know, so. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you're going to introduce the multiverse, introduce the goddamn multiverse. Yeah. Because that's where this is headed. And we all saw it. Oh, question. Mid-credit scene. Mid-credit roll scene. Mid-roll. Venom part of the movie oh what did, what did you think in were, what way well were you disappointed because at the end of venom they made they like built it up like venom's gonna go get spider-man and then you see it in the credits mid credit and it he just gets that back to his universe and that's it bang oh he dropped a little bit of tar on the on the bar that's all we get we're not gonna get tom hardy as venom and one of the new Spider-Man movies? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it was kind of, that was a waste. Got me all yeah. excited for nothing. Yeah. I like Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's a good actor. He's a good villain. But he's he's making uh, Venom so dumb now. I mean, he seems, doesn't it seem like he's getting dumber and dumber every scene they show him? He needs a better director. He needs the guy. Because I don't that, think Eddie Brock was that, I mean, I'm not saying he was, you know, some uh, Elon Musk, but he they keep making him dumber and dumber. and Right. Almost like he's had you know brain damage or something, and it's like well, have you I don't ever know. had an alien symbiote yeah, living true. in you? True, no, really, I thought you did. Yeah, thank you, Mike or DJ Res, for your powerful review of Spider-Man: No Way Home. Are you looking forward to more Spider-Man movies, or are you kind of? I maybe I guess if the story makes sense to make. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm more I'm more excited for this next Doctor Strange. Just you be- like Doctor Strange? Well. I mean, a lot of people do. I mean, yeah, he's okay. It's 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 the Wanda aspect because I watched Wandavision. Okay, so you and liked, I liked Wanda. Oh, you did. Okay, so I want to see what her, what's next for, the Scarlet. Why Witch. are they pushing so much magic? Everyone's talking magic and. Is a Harry Potter? You think so? Yeah, are you kidding me? They're talking. I heard there's like some kind of reunion special, and people are freaking out about it. It's a, it's magic is still a big thing. Sorcerers, magics. See, I don't like. The magic, because the magic is too, 
every, you know, you're going to do everything. And it's just, that's why I kind of like Spider-Man. It was more just like we were talking, friendly neighborhood, gangsters, right. daredevil. So I think if they, if they somehow win Thanos, you know, they go over the top and all that yeah. stuff. If they brought it back down to the nitty gritty, you know, Netflix, Daredevil, Spider-Man, that'd be cool, I think. Yeah, I think that Instead be, of going away from all this, the whole universe being torn apart, and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Flipped upside down yeah. like we're about to, we're going to get here in May. What's the next, uh, Morbius is coming out, right? That's the next one? Yeah, Morbius is another one that. The vampire side of things. Yeah. The Blade. I bet yeah. you that ties into Blade, because I know they're making Blade. Redoing Blade. It's amazing how many uh, Spider-Man spinoffs, Venom and Morbius, and yeah. maybe there is room for Tobey Maguire. Oh, I hope you guys had a powerful, good time listening to our powerful episode on Spider-Man No Way Home. We just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about our powerful podcast. Make sure you stick around to the end because we do have powerful new music. Massive. Massive. Off the album Massive, Dream Within a Dream, featuring the Westview. And until next time, you just enjoyed the amazing pop culture podcast.
Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere fine podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And shop our Amazing Pop Culture merch. This has been an Amazing Pop Culture Podcast production.